Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. It, it's number one, not just saying people can't touch you or, or do that, but what do you do if it happens? Yeah. And what are your words that you say? And I'm like, and there are no secrets. And I said, I bet people have told you not to tell me things. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I go, your sister, I'm sure has told you to tell. And she was, <laughs> well, her, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mom Truth Unfiltered Podcast. This podcast is gonna start with just me because um, we were just um, on our way to drop off the kids in school and everything. And there will be a time this summer when, um, there's a couple weeks where Kat and I will not be together. So in a way we've got to bank, um, some, 
podcasts, uh, just, I mean, sometimes we just pet podcasts like, um, you know, I'll be, we can do it from like different locations, but it's so much better when we're together. So, um, this morning, you know, uh, we, uh, had to take the boys to school, take the girls to school and Olivia had a dentist appointment and we thought, why won't, why won't I just come early, do the whole drop off and then take Olivia to dentist so we can work in the car. And that's the thing about like the must have changed so much during the pandemic is that you can be flexible with the way that you work. So, um, for us, it's always been that way. And that's why people always like laugh and they say, Oh, you know, if we do it like a TV segment or we literally we're doing a conference today and we will be in the car and everyone's like, Oh, you're in your car. It's funny. No, it's, it's actually, it's the mobile place that we can continue to work no matter where we are. So for Kat and I, we'll sit outside the dentist's office while Olivia is getting her tooth done and we will podcast and we will get our work done because not only do we love podcasting, but just the conversations also just being in a different place. Like I know a lot of people do podcasts in their studio and they bring in their guests or they do it alone. And I don't know if I'd be inspired the same way because I feel like Kat and I are so like, you can't sit in the same spot. If we were to go to the same podcast studio, we would probably get bored be like, I don't want to go there and make excuses why we didn't. We have made her basement room into an office, I think twice, and my basement room into an office studio twice. No matter what we do, no matter how great we make it, we just don't want to be in the same place because I guess we're like such extroverts and where we like gain energy from, from all over the place, whether it's the people, it's a car driving by, it's a stranger on the street or something is happening. It's like, it gets our mind going and it makes the conversation always be like not forced. Like, you know, as people have said to us before too, like you have to do a pot, you do a podcast three days a week. Do you ever run out of things to say? I'm like, well, do you ever run, run out of thoughts in your head? No. You know, and this podcast, I mean, although Thursdays are guests and Friday is sex, Tuesdays are meant to just be a conversation between two best friends that's relatable. We talk about parenting, we talk about business, we talk about being wives, we talk about being wives and women and all of that. And that's exactly what this podcast was always meant to do. And it's kind of cool how it's evolved in its way. Um, we love the guests because we love another person's perspective, but not all the time because Kat and I have so much that we can bring, just the two of us. We are, honestly, we are coming to the end of the school year and I cannot believe that we're talking about my daughter is graduating from eighth grade. The only tiny blessing for me is that a lot of people, I don't know what it's like where everywhere where you guys live, but there are people, there's, uh, for us, we go to most often you go to a junior school that goes to grade six, then you go to a middle school for grade seven and eight, and then you go to a different school for high school. And each time you go to one of those schools, a new pool of people come from different locations, different schools and different areas, which is super interesting. But at the same time, having to switch to a new school is so stressful. And for Taylor's case, um, the great news is that she is graduating grade eight and they're doing the full graduation and everything like that, but she doesn't have to switch schools. So we don't have to have that anxiety of starting, you know, a new school. Like a lot of her friends have to start a new high school. Same goes for Teddy. Uh, instead of graduating grade six this year, he will just um, stay at the same school. But I have a daughter that is graduating grade eight and going into high school. For all of you moms who are sitting there with toddlers and babies thinking, like, I can't even imagine what that would be like. I was you. I remember seeing those moms who had like teens and tweens and teenagers and even like nine year olds and be like, what would it be like to be a parent of a kid that old? But then before you know it, here you are sitting here watching my 
13 year old daughter because she has a really late birthday. Her birthdays, two of my kids have their birthdays in December. Haha. <laughs> Side note, don't have to do birthday parties. Two of them are in December and two of them are in the summer. Think about it next time you get pregnant. Um, and my big girl, I got a big girl. And then I was thinking how much, like how big, uh, how tall and grown she is compared to her three brothers. And then I was thinking when I was in the shower this morning, before I know it, those three boys who are all really close in age are going to be larger than her. Maybe. And I mean, like, how did I, how did I get here guys? Like, I don't feel older. Although I feel a bit bloated today. I don't feel older. I don't feel different. I just feel like my kids are older. And, and when I see people with babies, it just feels like such a, it feels like so long ago when I would just push that stroller and hope the baby wouldn't cry. But here we are and I'm happy about it. And I just, I, I don't know what comes along with high school. And you know, a lot of people ask us like, what's it like having older kids? I don't know what it's like to have a 16 year old. I don't know what it's like to have a kid that's in a relationship. I, I was talking to this one mom and she was like, oh yeah, my older daughter's going to prom tonight. Actually, it was a mom that I met at a dance competition. And she's like, I, my daughter's going to prom. Oh, here's a picture. She's there. And I'm like, is that her boyfriend? She's like, yeah, they've been together for a year. And I'm like, oh my God, like they're in a real, like, and I look at these young people and I'm like, I know at my age, a lot of those, listen, you don't have to be intimate. I took forever to lose my V card, but these, these kids that look like children are making out, they may be dry humping, they may be having sex, but it is so weird, but you kind of just got to get over it. And I, I'm not there and I'm, I'll probably still have this podcast when one of mine has a, a significant other and I'll look back at this and be like, remember when I thought that was going to be so crazy? Same way people with babies are looking at me being like, what's it like to have a teen tween? I don't know guys. It's just kind of like you roll with it. It's like when I it's like when I thought it would be so crazy to be engaged. I was like, oh my God, that'll be like life changing. And then one day I was engaged. And I was like, oh, this feels kind of normal. Then I'm like, oh, I'll have a husband. And then I got married and I had a husband. I'm like, hmm, now I have a husband. Same thing with kids. It's like all the things that you never do, you think are going to be so huge and life-changing and outrageous and then they happen and then it's like how I feel about people who get divorced I'm like it feels like it would be such a huge thing and I know it is but then before you know it they're divorced and you know they're moving on or dating someone or living their life or whatever it's just the whole thing is life is just guys it's a journey and you just never know when things are going to up and change on you. We just ran into a fabulous woman who said that, you know, she, um, she has a three and a five year old and during, you know, during the pandemic, she's like, you know, I've been having to go through, uh, chemo through a pandemic and I'm on a sick leave. I'm like, and she's like, you know, people, everyone's got their shit. I'm like, not everyone has two small children during a pandemic and is going through cancer. Like you, what, how it's just, and then we were saying, it's like, nothing can get you. You know, when cancer strikes, there's nothing you can do to get out of it. There's no money you can spend to cure you. It's just, it is, it is, it just, it's so heavy. And Olivia was in the car and she was like, isn't there a cure for, um, isn't there a cure for uh, cancer yet? Isn't it coming? And we're like, so much time, research and energy is going into it. And I pray in your lifetime that there is a cure for it, which also brought up another point. 
I was informed by Hassan, something I never knew, and I have no idea why I wasn't aware of it, but Kat was not aware of it either. Did you know that there's a medication that you can take every single day that, that like helps prevent like 98, 99% from getting HIV? If you're sitting there going like, pardon? You're just like I was. I'm sorry. There is a, basically a preventative medication for HIV that Hassan says a lot of gay men take every single day. How come I don't know that? And, and, you know, and the cat's like, well, maybe it's cause it's not, you know, it's not part of our community because you know, we're not in, in that community. I say, but two things. Number one, we have sons and if our, any of our sons are gay, we want to be aware of this before, you know, before it's too late. And we want to be able to educate all of our children on it. Not only because we like to tell our kids everything about everything. So not only they can know, but maybe they can help a friend who isn't aware, whose parents haven't taught them about it. So that's number one. And also like, <clears throat> you know, not that obviously anybody can get, can, can get, get, uh, HIV. Like we know it's not, it's not, uh, a gay disease. But at the same time, if that's who this, this medication is more targeted towards. And right now in our, in our children's generation, more than ever, it is like, um, sexuality fluid. Everyone's going to be with everybody. Not everyone's going to be everybody, but more, more often people are going to all be with each other. So shouldn't everyone be aware of something so fucking amazing? Like, I don't know why we didn't know about this. And, um, and you know, we asked her other side effects. He's like, there's side effects to everything, but it doesn't sound like it's something that he's happy to take, you know, every single day. And so are a bunch of his friends. So, I mean, if that's a tidbit of information that you could put in your back pocket, I don't know what it's called, but I, if I were you, I'd Google it. I'm going to, because that was an important piece of information for education for myself and, and for my children. Oh my gosh. I know guys, I'm all over the place, but I just feel like there's so much, we're at like a, such a turning point in life right now because of, um, you know, uh, I mean, I'm still seeing tons of people wearing masks around Toronto, just so you know. And, you know, I, 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 so someone said like, why do a lot of, why are people wearing masks? Like I'm seeing a girl walk down the street all by herself wearing a mask. I, sometimes they're immune compromised. Sometimes they have someone at home that's immune compromised maybe. And then a lot of the time I have sensed that people are wearing masks, um, out of respect for others or they believe to be respect for others. So I have been in public situations where I'm talking to, um, I'm talking to a group of people and they have their masks on and I don't, you know, in a place where you don't have to, not, not mandatory to wear a mask. And I can't fucking hear what they're saying. And then they take their mask off and then they leave it off. And so I think it's also like, we just kind of don't know where we're at, but we're heading into a summer where, I mean, I went out a few times this week. I know, call me party animals, my birthday. So, and no one's wearing a mask and there's crowds of people. And, uh, I, we're just, life is making a shift. And I, and I know I, I can only imagine the, the impact that all of this is going to have long-term. And I think we haven't even begun to see it yet. Um, and the pressure that children are going to have my daughter's school just, just eased the mask restriction for school yesterday. Yesterday was the first day that she saw her friends faces in school for the first time since she started that school fucking kidding me? I said, what was it like Tay? And she was like, it was amazing. It was so amazing. Cause she's like, I get hot. I get verklempt. I get like anxiety. Like I feel like the mask just makes me like, everything's more overwhelming. I said, did anyone wear masks? She said, nobody, even teachers that said that they were going to wear masks aren't wearing masks. 
anyways, I just, uh, I, and I, and it was funny because at first when we told Taylor that she could take her mask off, she's like, I've been mask fishing for th- two, three years now. I don't want to take my mask off. But then when she took it off, she was just so happy too. So there's definitely, we're not just going to come out of the pandemic. And I know a lot of you Americans have been out for a while, but for, uh, Toronto, Canada, it just feels like, um, there's a big lift happening. And I think that there's going to be a lot that we're getting a lot of shit we're going to have to deal with, but I think there's also going to be so much joy to be had. Like people will be getting married. People will have babies and their spouses can come in the room. But for all the people that had, you know, had to deal with, you know, treatments in the hospital, having a baby, a death and not being able to be by the people's side. Like, it's just so horrific I just, we need this to be in our past and move on. And I'm, uh, heart just goes out all the people who had to do that during that time. But I guess they were our soldiers and warriors who had to go through it, who will, we will become a stronger and, um, more, or maybe we won't, maybe it was all for fucking nothing. I don't know who knows, but anyways, we're on our way out and I don't think there's any way they can take us back to that place. And, um, I'm hoping that our children, never have to live through, through that again. Um, I don't even, I don't even know where a mask is right now. Olivia and, and, and Kat just went into the dentist's office and they were like, do we have to wear a mask? Yes. In medical situations, you still need to wear a mask. Um, but, uh, thank goodness if it's a place where you need to wear a mask, they give them to you now because I mean, who freaking knows? Like, I mean, who knows where you got to wear it, where you don't have to wear it. And I don't have any more. And if I have one, it's a dirty mask that's sitting at the bottom of my car. Guys, this is a lot. I feel like I'm just like verbal diarying everything about life, but, uh, there's always, there's always something to talk about, but let's just take a quick break and I'm going to see if I can get my partner to get out of the dentist's office. I don't know what that shit is going on. In there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I just, uh, I just did a debrief for Kat after she came out of the dentist's office, which took kind of a long time. 
I know. Well, I, I, yes. And I, I wanted to, you know, what's funny about a 12 year old and a 13 year old is they're not emotionally mature. Okay. They're, they present like everything is fine. Yeah. But you want to make sure that they're not swallowing feelings or emotions that they're not able to process, even though they say they can. So, you know, a lot of them too are at the place where like along that lines that they're getting into a place where they, yeah, you're right. They look like they're grown up. They're moving yeah. into the next phase of their lives, but it's almost like they're not, they're not old enough to stand up to themselves nope. against an adult who seem, seemingly has more confidence and experience. Okay, guys, so you're gonna, this is going to be crazy, but I have a grade one, and I've never been in this experience, who both my other kids don't want sleepovers. Right. This one is on, like, don, like begging, okay, to go to sleepovers. At other people's homes. Yeah, okay. at other people's homes. And I, th- she's in a new school. I know nobody, and this mm. is, like, not a piece of offense to anyone of why I say no, but I can't get there. I can't get there. And I, and I said, you know, it's not because I had to, I had to have the conversation with her and and this is a really, she, she said to me, why can't I have sleepovers? And I had to say to her, I can't believe I had to have this conversation. I said, you know, I mean, I should have had it sooner. We need to have it constantly. It's not once. I said, you know, you're, you're, you're six, you're six. Mm -hmm. You are going to go into someone's house I don't know and I don't know who's in there it, and I'm not saying it's the parents it could be anyone who has access it could be an aunt an uncle a worker it a could brother be a brother's friend it, it, it could is it just, could be the electrician it could be anyone cuz also and, a lot of ha- you don't know what a house is like you might have your eyes on your kids in your house but in someone else's the parents might be busy in their offices yeah. and like who knows what's going on and I said you do, you have no way to contact me if you want to leave mm. I go she goes I have a phone I go I, it's not that. I go, you don't have the words to have... You don't know right Does now. Does she take her phone with her No, she, she doesn't. So. I know, because it seems weird to send a grade one, but, but it's... also six. Like, it's also... I, I think that would be so important that she could just text you and say, home. Yeah, I, I think so, too. But then I also said, like, you know, you have to be able to be able to have a voice for yourself. Yeah. I said, you know, and unfortunately, in this world, people will um, try to take advantage or people will do things to you that you're not comfortable with and you won't know what to do yet. And mm-hmm. she goes, what do you mean? And I said, you mm-hmm. know, um, people could touch you in your private parts inappropriately and you wouldn't know. They will tell you that that's not wrong, but it's not right. And I said, you know, I said your body is yours. And I said, if someone touches you, I mean, it's such an important conversation to have, but what a weird concept for her. Why the fuck would they want to touch my private Yeah. And I'm like, and they'll probably tell you not to tell me. And I go, and you, and you have to tell me, but I said, you know, it's six. I, I, your life experience is still so, so, so young that I, 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 I question whether or not, you know, when you're uncomfortable and, and if you can tell me because you, you just move on so quickly. And I know that each day our kids are experiencing something that makes them pause and be like, wait, their, their intuition and their moral compass is is developing. Ironic. Every, every single day it's developing. And if I, and everyone's like, oh, it's just a sleepover. And I'm like, I just want you to have the, the words and the communication to say, I'm not comfortable. I want to leave. I don't care if it's one in the morning, two in the morning, mm-hmm. three in the morning. I don't want you to be nervous that, that I'm not there to get you. And that sounds so overprotective. But at the same time, if you can't tell me, if you can't contact me, 
or you don't know how to contact me, you're not going. You know, and I, I, I that's just so crazy is that people are so afraid to give their kids phones. But like for us, we feel like it's our, our it's our, it's our, it's our, li- it's our line to them. But I was driving with my daughter yesterday and she was, you know, she was talking about how when things will happen in her day and she says it happens all the time. I mean, this conversation, I, I literally was like, are you freaking catfishing me right now? Because it's exactly what you want to hear. But she's like, when I'm in a situation or let's say people are getting gossipy, they're talking about people or they're about to do something. She's like, it's so, she's blah, blah, blah. Cause we're in the car. She's like, it's like, I have this voice in my head and she's like, it's yours. And she's like, it's not dad's. I can hear your voice in my head as saying the things that you say, like, don't get involved. Are you sure you want to get involved? And like, she's like, it's just such a weird thing. It's like, I can hear you loud and clear. And then she was like, speaking of some other people who she's like, I don't know if they have that voice in their head. Right. And it's so funny because I feel like her dad, like when he's I, so I think, strict, but he's I like, think, it's not, it's not, it's not his voice. It's yours. I think it, they have, I think they have the voice, their voice, their other voice is just stronger. It's stronger. So I said to her, I said, I th- that is like the beginning steps of you building yourself like morally, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all of that. And I said, obviously it initially comes from what your parents are going to tell you. They have the biggest impact on you and giving them the education and the knowledge to be able to have those thoughts because they're too young to have them on their own. She doesn't know. And we've read so many articles and so I heard so many times that I had a sleepover and the dad did this and I didn't, I or did. the brother's friend mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or the, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think I just have to be honest with the parents like who are probably like, what is wrong with you? And just be like, check in. Also, you know, I, I was, I, I was, unfortunately I was a social worker and I would go through children's AIDS charts and I'd have to see the history of what they went through. Yep. And you know, unfortunately, sexual abuse stays with you for fucking life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something, mm-hmm. it's a major traumatic event that you you learn to live with and mm-hmm. you know you're resilient and, and strong. I, and either you're resilient and strong at therapy or it can really... It, 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 I have someone in my family who directly, uh, was impacted, uh, by it. And, you know, I, I've seen the impacts, the, the shrapnel of it. And, exactly. and I just, I'm like, if I can, if I can protect by educating and just giving knowledge, then why would I not? And I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to her sleeping over eventually. Like, I'm just like at this age, at age six. And I don't know if everyone has that on their radar because it's not, unfortunately, it's not something you really want your brain to go to. Like, you know, you really have to have a different lens. And sadly that lens is in my life, which I hope it doesn't have to be in everyone's life, but I do encourage everyone to have the conversation of their own body, what that means and what that looks like. Because, and I even said the tools, I'm like, you know, if someone's to touch you, you say, no, thank you. Nor to like, like, don't touch me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't even have to say, thank you. Don't touch me. Um, so it's number one, not just saying people can't touch you or or do that, but what do you do if it happens and what are your words that you say? And I'm like, and there are no secrets. And I said, I bet people have told you not to tell me things. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I go, your sister, I'm sure has told you to, (laughs) and she was, well, her, I'm like, yes. So, you know, if you don't want to go right to have people touch you inappropriately, ask, ask them, have, has, have people told you not to tell me things Yeah. and, you know, start there so yeah. you can get into the, the question. And, and if you think it's uncomfortable talking about people touching them, try Oof. when, if it happens and you have to, you have to un, like uncover that and then, and then go there. Yeah. Let's just take a break. I have got a question for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic, ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, a couple of things. Number 1, did you used to go on sleepovers when you were little? Did you sleep out? <sighs> I slept out all the time. When I was I loved young, it. when I was younger, I don't think like when I tell you I don't remember most of my childhood. I mean, my mom for a long time bounced from house to house in strangers' houses yeah. like that I didn't know with men and brothers, and I'd mm-hmm. sleep on the couch. And yeah. I mean, I slept with my mom for a long time. I bounced around. I don't remember. I had I had one best friend who her and I did would, you sleep at her house or did she sleep at yours we, or both? I mean, often it was my house because there was no rules. So often uh, I was the landing the landing so strip. Never but, my house. Never my house. Uh, it was always my house, and we'd go in grade seven. We'd go to this this other person's house, but um, I, when I was in grade one, I don't recall like. And I think I went for a few sleepovers at like very like close parties. Friends. I was oh. I, no, like grade one, it was like my godmother's. Oh, oh are you kidding? Kids I don't and, remember grade one. Yeah, Sorry, I don't know if so I had sleepovers under, in grade one. I, I would say my best friend and I used to go. Who I'm still is still in my life. We'd go back and forth. That was it. It was her and I. Her and I, Actually, that's her a, and I. that was the same with me and um, Jody. But other than that, like, but then when I got to be like at the age where, like, grade four, five, six, oh my god, get me! I want to be anywhere. Oh, I'll, I'll sleep on a fucking hardwood floor. I want to be at your party. Grade seven, I never came home. Mm-hmm. And oh, then same. grade nine, like, it would be my. Where'd house you sleep? Oh, of course. There's always the friend whose parents aren't around, and that's where the sleepover is. Yeah. Whoever's got the latest curfew yeah. and whoever's parents aren't around, that's yeah. where you go. And, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's why we have the conversation starting now. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, when you when you say, like, well, unfortunately, I, I have been under this lens, so I, I, I've, I've seen it, you know, ever experienced it. Guys, if you don't, if you think that no one in your life has mm-hmm. been in this situation, you're wrong. And it's often someone you know, which is like most often even, someone you know. And then also, some people will come will come out with their stories when they're fifty. I know, and they've been living with that their whole lives. So you, no one's immune. And even if you don't know anybody personally, just educate yourself about. And also, like, like as a parent, like how predators prey. 
I know. You know? I, yeah, well, yeah, and I and I I just I'm like, you know, part of me in a in a new school in a new environment mm-hmm. and it's not a demographic like you you can't pinpoint who does it. Like you can't no. like, oh, they live in no. um, this area. They're super that, educated and yeah. very and 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 super um successful and they seem and they've got such a nice wife. Like I remember hearing this story about the these guys at our school and they lived in our neighborhood and the mom, you know, I mean, two stories. One, the mom was a preschool teacher. Like the, like you would, you would send your children to that house. And I, and I know multiple yes. accounts of this. Same. This is not no. one account. Mm-mm. This is, and this is not even just little kids. This is like, and that's in our immediate circles. Yeah. And so I just, I really, I, and I never want to put fear in my children. Like I'm, I don't want to be like, oh, you can't because people will touch. I want them to be aware that they have their body. It's their body and no one better fucking dare touch it. Whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, like I want them to be so empowered that they're like, like, don't you fucking dare touch me. And don't you think for a second that boys are excluded from oh, this conversation. No, the person in my life, it wasn't. No, male. I know. And, and it is often. And a, a heterosexual male, like, mm. a, you know, so it's, it's not like, yeah, I just, I, the boys have to have the conversation and you know, I am very aware my kids are in, I, it drove me insane that during COVID they mm-hmm. would go into a locker room with zero oh. adult present. And I said to Natalie, I would be like, I, I feel so uncomfortable with this, mm-hmm. that there are, they're in there yep. with one adult mm-hmm. who, or two adults. And there's a bunch of them. I'm like, how is no one else like, what the fuck is going on? And and I said to my husband, like, you know, cause he's often uh, coaching in the dressing room. I'm like, you make sure that that door is always open. Mm-hmm. You make sure that there's like, you are, you know, also when I was uh, in the te- in the school board, you never would be alone with a kid. And if you were, the door was open and you'd be like to their teachers, Hey, I'm doing a one-on-one in here. The door's open. Like, because you know, you just never would want to be in a closed room with a child to make them uncomfortable or to make yourself vulnerable because that is also a conversation of them interpreting something different. Yeah, exactly. And that brings up two points to end with this, um, bring it around when I'm talking about COVID and the things, you know, we're so excited that everything's being lifted, but there is going to be, like you said, a lot of shrapnel that has happened during this time when a parent couldn't be close to their child. And we'll probably find that out. And the other thing is, um, oh, it's really hard to say that you have two things and remember the second thing, you know? I, yeah, no, I, I will say, don't be fearful. Like this isn't about making your kids not go through experiences because you're afraid of what someone might do. It's educating them and empowering them with what their body is. You know, if you ever listened to the podcast with Ryan, where he talked about not knowing what sex was like that and got, and got someone pregnant because he actually didn't know the fundamentals. If that is not blew my mind, if that is not a a red flag to sit down with your children and talk about sex, then there you go. Bodies and touching and what you can. And like, Oh, this this was the other thing I was going to say. If you have a babysitter and you have, the babysitter has to go home for everybody's sake. Do not send your husband to take them home. Yeah, don't do it. This, guys, this is like, I was in that situation far too many times. I don't care what it is. Moms, you might be tired. You might want to go to bed, but you're the one who needs to take that, that babysitter home. Doesn't matter who it is. You take, for, if, for the protection of your husband, 
and the child. Yeah, and it the comfort level. Don't make the comfort level. Yeah, not even protection because you know men yes. aren't necessarily predators. It's just <laughs> no, that, not all that of them. Often, a, a, again, a young girl at twelve might not be able oh. to say, "I'm not comfortable with him," I and she it so much. and she actually shouldn't have to be the one in the control no. of of no. of saying that. Nope. Nope. Moms, take the babysitter home. Guys, we're going to leave off on that note. There's so much to think about during this podcast, and we cannot wait to continue the conversation. So make sure that you give this podcast five stars and thumbs up and share with anyone who needs to hear anything about life in general, motherhood, business, sex, friends, drugs, and rock and roll. Boom.